Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Learn to Retire Safe with the Retire Safe Interns. I am your usual host, Kevin, along with the rest of the interns. Lila, would you like to begin? Yeah, so hi, everyone. I'm Lila, and I'm the communications interns at Retire Safe. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and I am the public policy intern. Hi, everyone. I'm Catherine, and I'm also a public policy intern. And you all know me. I'm Kevin, also another public policy intern. So today, we just kind of wanted to talk to you about some general health tips and tricks and give you some progress updates from RetireSafe. Uh, because we've been working really hard on behalf of you and we've been cooking up some new stuff as you heard last week. So um, I actually kind of want to start because I just really found it interesting. I've been researching some sleep tips because I feel like I haven't been getting enough sleep lately. <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all can probably relate to that in some ways. Uh, so some of the things I've actually found are, you know, the usual stuff like reducing blue light exposure, which is like, you know, um, if you're on your computer or smartphone a lot, there's a whole thing about blue light coming from electronics, you know, don't consume caffeine too late in the day, uh, reducing naps, which I don't know about y'all, but I can't do. I don't know how many of our members like naps. But I absolutely love naps, and I know that it's really hard to cut them out. But apparently, they can negatively affect sleep, according to Healthline.com. I mean, I'm not going to give up naps, but maybe if you're having some like really big sleep issues, perhaps you should try it out. You know, I don't know if any of y'all do. Any of y'all like take regular naps throughout the day? I don't, but I had a deep. I mean, when I can, I do. When I'm like out of school when I'm like on my breaks, I, I do. But I, I remember I had, I took a psychology class and my teacher said that like, if you don't sleep enough, like at night, you can take naps to like recover, but don't make it like a habit. So I don't know, maybe naps aren't that bad at all. And like, I remember we having a discussion about like how long naps should be. If like to, I don't know, do you guys remember that? Catherine, yeah, you and I? I? Yes, yeah, we were doing some research and I'm pretty sure Google, whether or not you choose to trust it is up to you, said about 30 minutes is the ideal nap. Yeah, um, the Healthline uh, article says, you know, if you're used to taking regular daytime naps, it may not affect you negatively. It's mostly like, you know, people that aren't used to it that are just like, oh, I'm feeling a little tired, I'll take now why not uh that typically uh have issues and you know it's also shorter naps like you said Catherine, that are more beneficial than like really long naps okay i have one comment the only problem with taking short naps is that i never take a short nap i always plan to and then i like turn off my alarm or like always snooze it and just sleep for another like two hours so 45 minutes turns into like two to three hours I don't know how people have that kind of self-control. I completely understand. Sometimes my naps go from just being 
10, maybe like 10 to 30 minutes to, oh, wow, I've been asleep for two hours. Where did my day go? (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, It does happen. And, you know, I don't know how exactly, other than setting an alarm, like, I don't know any way to like, unless you're a natural, like, unless you naturally wake yourself up. I don't know how you kind of get over doing that. Uh, I really wanted to talk about also one thing from the study that didn't, that I normally didn't hear about, because, you know, most of the stuff is kind of like, yeah, I've heard it all before or whatever. Uh, but one thing is that actually increasing your bright light exposure during the day. Uh, so if you're in a dark room, like uh, I am most of the time for the internship, because we're virtual for those of our listeners that don't know. Um, if you kind of get more bright light exposure and you're outside, it really does help you stay awake and also like gives your body, um, signals of when it's time to go to sleep as well. So definitely take some time to step outside and, you know, just kind of enjoy the, enjoy the sun. (laughs) Um, I also, one, one more thing before we move on was that one thing I also found was that, uh, yes, it is recommended that you get seven to eight hours of sleep. <laughs> That's and, very important, actually. We forget that. So thank you for, for that, Kevin. We yeah. forget that we have to sleep seven and hours. And that's for people over the age of 64. Um, or sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, seven to eight hours of sleep for people over age 64 and seven to nine hours for age 18 to 64. Uh, And that's according to uh, Harvard Health. So don't take it from me, take it from the people over at Harvard. (laughs) You're telling us that we should be sleeping nine hours? That's a dream. Apparently, apparently. Oh my goodness. I know, I know. So uh, that's all I have for sleep. I just really want people to get like good sleep because I know I struggle with it. Um, you know, like I get to bed really late at night and I wake up really early in the morning. <laughs> I know we all do. So just make sure you're getting rest out there, you know, especially you seniors. Y'all, y'all still got to look beautiful <laughs> and handsome. So make sure you're getting your sleep. Thanks, Kevin. Um, I'll just go next because I found some best, quote unquote, best exercises for seniors. And we are a part of Retire Safe, so a lot of the things and projects that we do are catered towards our seniors. Um, I'm just going to list them and then I'm going to talk about it after. So the seven best exercises that's listed on the article I'm reading is water aerobics, chair yoga, resistance band workouts, Pilates, um, walking, body weight workouts, and dumbbell strength training. Um, And then they listed a list of workouts that seniors should avoid. There's a lot, but one thing I found interesting was rock climbing. So for anyone that doesn't know, I, I do like rock climbing. So if I get to that age where I can no longer rock climb, it's going to make me so sad. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the day where I can't do uh, 
a lot a lot of physical stuff. I don't do a lot of physical stuff as a host, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be missing out on too oh much. Oh my gosh, Gary! Please do not listen to what he's saying. Listen to Lila. <laughs> yes, stay stay fit, stay healthy, walk as much as you can. I sh probably should be taking that advice because I don't. I always try to like avoid walking. Like my workplace is 25 minutes away from me, but I'll always take the five minute bus ride anyways. Bro, I feel like I walk so much because how the transportation system is in like Florida, the bus stop, like from the bus stop to the place you have to go, it's like, it takes forever and I don't have a car. So I feel like walk yeah. a lot. I completely advocate for walking because it's like one of the easiest exercises you can do and people kind of underestimate like how effective walking is. That is yeah, true. So, sorry. Um, one part of this article said that like 10,000 steps per day is advised for a healthy lifestyle. But those with difficulty walking or like they have joint pain can settle for a smaller number. And I definitely feel like that's going to be me in the future because I'm always having joint pain. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm a woman, but I always have joint pain. So I don't know if I'll make it to 10,000, but maybe like five steps i can guarantee it's not because you're a woman my my leg hurts like at random times like throughout the month <laughs> so you are a-okay lila i promise you yeah oh and i'll just include one more thing before we move on um considering that we're talking about joint pain right now the first exercise that i mentioned was water aerobics and it says great water aerobic exercises for seniors Oh, wait, sorry, wrong part. It says, exercising in the water is ideal for those living with arthritis and other forms of joint pain, as the buoyancy of water puts less stress on your joints. Wow, that's wait, something what, what, that I learned. What does that mean anyway? Like swimming? What kind of exercises you can do oh, so, in the water? Okay, I'll list it because it, it tells me on the article. It says, great water aerobic exercises for seniors include aqua jogging, so I'm assuming that's like pretending to walk in water and flutter kicking. That's like when you do like little butterfly kicks in the water, leg lifts, standing water push-ups, and arm curls. What? That is so yeah. fun. Oh my gosh. I like those exercises. Yeah, Where's so when I'm <laughs> when I'm not able to rock climb anymore, I guess I'll just have to be in the pool. Yes, ma'am. Hey, there are worse alternatives, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's all I have for mine. All right. All right. I have um, tips for picking healthy food as you get older. So, I have six tips today. One, the first one is know what a healthy plate looks like. You might remember the food pyramid, but the USDA recently um unveiled a simpler way to help people see what they should eat each day it's called my plate the simple graphic shows exactly how the five groups should stack on your plate these are building blocks for a healthy diet the second one is look for important nutrients make sure you eat a variety variety oh my gosh you guys know what i'm saying of foods to all the nutrients you need. Your plate should look like a rainbow. Bright, colored foods are always the best choices. A healthy meal should include 
lean protein, lean meats, seafood, eggs, beans, fruits and vegetables. Think orange, red, green, purple, um, whole grains, brown rice, whole wheat pasta, and low fat dairy, low fat dairy like milk uh, and its alternatives. So I am lactose free. I I eat cheese, but I don't eat milk. Well, I don't drink milk. So I drink like almond milk or oat milk. So it's it's really good. Um, remember to choose foods that are high in fiber and low in sodium. Also, also look for vitamin D, an important mineral mineral as we age. Fun fact: I went to the doctor and I have low vitamin D. So please include vitamin D in your diet. And also go outside and take some. Yes, stuff. going outside yeah. is so important. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. We're like I'm plants. Gonna go on. Yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna exactly say that because I was gonna say you're not the only person with a vitamin D issue. I don't know why that's such a common problem because like I I have it. My mom has like a small mm -hmm. vitamin D deficiency. Mm -hmm. So many people that just. I don't know. I guess we're not getting enough sunlight when we're younger or something. <laughs> I don't know like, either. Yeah, especially because like we're in quarantine now. So everybody's inside and like it just makes it even worse because we're not really seeing the sun. We need to, everybody needs to go outside and touch some grass or something because this vitamin D <laughs> deficiency is going crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm not touch some grass, but definitely go outside <laughs> and like be in the sun. Bro, I live in grass. I do get my sunlight, believe me. I, I, I do. I just don't know what happened there. I, think I honestly the don't running, know. I think the running moral of today's episode is just going to be to go outside and get some sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did today. Oh, well, Maria, good. you're from Florida, so of course you're going to get sunlight. Yeah, right. I'm from Boston. We just have clouds and, and ugly weather out here. Oh no. <laughs> All right. So the next tip is read the nu nutrition facts label. The healthiest food are whole food. The, these are often found on the primary of the grocery store in the produce, meat, and dairy sections. When you do eat packaged food, be smart shopper. Read the labels to find items that are low in fat, added sugars, and sodium. Remember when you read the label, the first ingredient is the one that has that's like that the product has the most like for example the first ingredient is sugar this product is gonna have a lot of sugar so be mindful about that fourth use recommended serving to maintain your weight you must eat the right amount of food for your age and body the american heart association provides a recommended daily service for adults age 16 plus it's not like you know, sometimes we, we want to eat like the entire bag of chips, but that's not the recommended serving, right? It's like 13 chips. So we have to be mindful with that too. Fifth, and really important because we forget to drink water. So please stay hydrated. I know many people, even my mom, she has like a, like a nap on her phone that reminds her to drink water. It's quite funny. But yeah, like every 30 minutes, it's like, oh, drink water. So do not let yourself get dehydrated. Drink a small amounts of fluids constantly throughout the day. Tea, coffee, but mostly water. Keep fluids with sugar and salt at a minimum, unless your doctor has suggested otherwise. 
And finally, stretch your food budget. One, to get the biggest nutritional bats for your box, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program called SNAP can help you afford healthy food when you when you need it. Over 4 million other adults use SNAP to buy food and the average senior receives 113 each month. Wow. Okay. Well, that was quite a wealth of information. And I have to say, I like, I, I kind of need the, I need that water app, but for the <laughs> opposite. No, it's actually for the opposite reason. I feel like I drink too much water. Like, if you just see my recycling bin, it's just filled with water bottles. Okay, that's bad. Please get yourself oh. a <laughs> yeah, water Kevin. bottle. And get a water bottle. It, I know it's like so bad because like we me and my roommate we went through an entire like 40 thing of water and like oh we gonna have come on Kevin you um, can do better you guys yes a police yeah it's all those things where it's like yeah I'm glad I'm drinking water but like the amount of waste you can get your water bottle <laughs> there is no need to have weight yeah I will, I will. a Brita Listener? and a water bottle Listeners, get <laughs> a recyclable water bottle. Do not buy plastic water bottles. Do not <laughs> follow Kevin's advices. Thank you. Oh, yeah, don't be me. <laughs> All right, Catherine, I think you're the last up. I am. Um, so I'm the black sheep today. I'm not doing health and wellness tips. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about cola for just a few minutes. And for those of you who don't know, which was me just a couple weeks ago, um, cola is the cost of living adjustments um, with social security and supplemental security income. And essentially it's um, part of a formula that uses the consumer price index um, based on wage, and it's calculated by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it um, it's benefits that are added to Social Security. And so currently in... Um, the House and Congress, there's a couple of different pieces of legislation that are addressing COLA. And I wanted to just bring them up so our listeners can recognize them if they hear the acts and know how they feel about it. Um, the first one is the Fair COLA for Seniors Act. And this act would require the use of the Consumer Price Index for the Elderly for the purpose of determining COLA for a broad array of federal retirement programs, which would include Social Security. The second is the Social Security Expansion Act, which would boost Social Security benefits about $100 a month for most beneficiary beneficiaries, as well as adopting the um, consumer price index elderly to determine COLA adjustments and to increase the special minimum benefit. 
and the Protecting Seniors Through Immunization Act, which would expand Medicare to cover all adult vaccines recommended by the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. I'm learning a lot already. I did not know about that. Well, essentially, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't explain this well, but I thought of how to explain it well. The COLA is determined by the Consumer Price Index wage. However, COLA benefits elderly individuals. And so to base this Consumer Price Index off of wage isn't, it doesn't make sense considering most elderly individuals are retired. So a lot of COLA legislation is currently trying to change the consumer price to be determined by um, or based on elderly individuals and not wage because most don't have a wage or income. Oh, I certainly hope that our members who are, you know, in that senior bracket and, you know, some of our members who are approaching that senior retirement bracket are kind of getting out there and, you know, trying to find out more about this, maybe pester your uh, Congress uh, person about it. Because that's certainly something that needs to be changed, I believe. Uh, it's kind of not fair when you have, um, you know, the cost of living literally applied based off of something that you're not even, you know, doing, which is earning a wage. Uh, you're not working anymore. So how could they tell you, hey, this is what you, this is what you probably, uh, you know, would spend or it's how you spend. And it's just like, no, I'm not in that bracket of people anymore. So, uh, yeah, well, here's hoping that we get those changes done. Um, so, uh, Retire Safe does have a few updates for our members this episode. Uh, I don't know. One of y'all would be better equipped to talk about the webinar considering I was absent. <laughs> Does anybody want to take it? Yeah, I was about the webinar. Um, so we were really freaking out because this was our first webinar and we just felt like really nervous because, you know, a lot of people would, or maybe not a lot, like it wasn't a huge amount of people. It was just like 20 people that attended, but it's still- You're not supposed to tell them the number, just like hype it sorry, up. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Okay, okay. So it was so good because like we're so knowledgeable and all, yeah, <laughs> but Kevin, we really missed you because you have good speaking ability. So I write that way down. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good because Mark was there to help us in case like we ever got a little bit stuck. Um, but we didn't really get stuck. It was just that some of our guests did ask really difficult questions that was hard for us to answer right on the spot. But Mark really helped us and we had a good time because... Um, we worked really hard on this webinar and it was definitely worth like all the efforts that we put. Um, Maria, do you have anything to say? I think you cover everything. I am very happy you we missed you, Kevin. Hopefully you'll be you'll be with us our next webinar. I absolutely plan to be in the next one, uh, barring no You better be situations 
you know, you better even, be. even if something does happen next time, I'm going to force myself to be there. I promise. Yes. Thank you. Um, Catherine, did you want to say anything about the webinar before we move on to our, la um, our last couple updates? I think they said a lot. Um, I just thought it was fun. We got really, really positive responses to it. Um, the comments at the end were glowing and it was just nice to see that we could help a little bit to explain. Well, that's great. For those of you who missed the webinar, it will be up on RetireSafe's website. Uh, I do not have the uh, time at which it will be, but do frequently check anyways. That's where you can get all of uh, our updates. And also, if you go to our social media, you can talk with Lila and she can update you. <laughs> uh, and if you go to Twitter, you'll have Maria. So, you know, you can just talk to RetireSafe anywhere pretty much. Um, we do have a couple of things in the work for our members. Um, and so definitely keep your eyes out for uh, future developments from RetireSafe. Uh, we also have Lila working on our newsletter. So that will be out soon, hopefully, uh, in the, at, at some point this month. And we're also doing more research all the time for our members. So uh, we thank you all, not only for listening, but also for your patience, because I'm sure that y'all are all just uh, jumping at the bit for the next uh, piece of retire safe content. <laughs> but um, yes, we thank you all as always for listening to another episode of Learn to Retire Safe. We will be back again with another episode for you next Monday. So stay tuned and bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.